Time now for the morning line here on KMA. Lots of things going on in the Fremont Mills and Stanton School Districts. David Goot is superintendent of both districts, and he joins us on the line with more on some recent developments. Good morning to you, David. Morning, Mike. How are you? Doing very well. Good to have you back with us. And I know the Fremont Mills and Stanton School Boards are dealing with a board policy that a lot of districts in KMA land, including Shenandoah's, uh, have been dealing with. The first readings of board policy concerning threats of violence in schools. For those who haven't been following this, can you kind of, kind of take us through why uh, school districts such as yours are having to implement this particular policy? Well, we, we've always had board policy to deal with, uh, you know, uh, disciplinary measures from threats to, you know, fighting and things along those lines. Uh, last During the last legislative session, uh, the, the legislators, uh, you know, put put some things in place where we're supposed to have specific uh, outcomes depending on uh, what the threat may have, may have or may not have been. So uh, uh, we were waiting, uh, you know, that was that happened last May, waiting for the Department of Education to get us some guidance on that. Uh, that didn't come out until, let's say, September. We did get some guidance on what that may look like for as far as board policy is concerned. Um, but it wasn't real clear. So uh, the Glenwood School uh, District and superintendents started to look heavily into this and and to uh, work with uh, with their attorney, which a lot of share the same attorney group out of Des Moines. So uh, as as uh, Dr. Embrace started talking about that and what they're doing, uh, you know, a lot of us thought that sounded like a very interesting. So uh, asking to see pol- uh, copies of their policy and things along those lines. So as we move forward, you know. Uh, I did uh, share that with the, the Fremont Mill School Board last night. It's about a nine-page uh, policy uh, around different threats and, and grade-level uh, specific. One thing I shared with the with the school board last night, uh, you know, just my me from from mile high here. But if a third grader would bring in a, a butter knife, you know, intending to use it um, on a gingerbread house at Christmas time, you know, we're, we have a policy that says no knife in school. But is that an automatic expulsion? you know, because they have a knife. Well, you have to take the age level and what was the intent with that, you know, versus maybe an older student that was upset with something or someone. So, um, you know, it's, it's, we're, we're being very thoughtful and thorough about how this policy goes in and, and then obviously how it would be implemented. What sort of disciplinary action is laid out for threats of violence in the districts? Because it does vary depending on the grade levels. Yeah, so it can be anything from an in-school suspension all the way up to expulsion from the school district with, with you know, intermediate, you know, uh, suspension, you know, out for 10 days and, and things along those lines. So it, it can it can vary widely, uh, again, with, with younger students, um, maybe not as much of a heavy uh, uh, discipline to all the way to expulsion from school. You uh, talked about uh, a situation earlier. Uh, how much of a deterrent uh, do you believe these policies will serve, having something like this in place? Because, as you said, you folks have had something like this before, but how much of a deterrent will this sort of a policy uh, play as far as school violence is concerned? You know, I don't, I don't think it's really a deterrent for students' aspects. They really don't know we have this, this policy, you know, um, in place. So, but I, I think it, um, you know, it goes back to the legislation and, and I think uh, teachers more in metro areas uh, may be feeling like something happened in the classroom and, and nothing was done about it. Uh, but I think it's the legislature step ensuring that uh, the, the threats that they feel 
that are happening are dealt with um, in an appropriate manner. Uh, I feel like uh, in the districts that I'm in and, and have been in and, and my neighboring districts, we've always handled these things appropriately, but, um, you know, just just another step, uh, something that we, we have to do uh, because that's it's now state law. We're talking with uh, David Coote, the superintendent of the Fremont Mills and Stanton School Districts this morning on the Morning Line. Also recently, the uh, Stanton School Board uh, talked a lot about policies, and you had an update on two fronts. The first is the STEM science room renovation there at Stanton Schools. Kind of describe what this project entails. Yeah, so we, we've been working on this for a little while, and uh, you know, it takes, it takes a little, little time uh, Amazing how long it takes to get to, you know, to an architect to get a design uh, put together. We do have a design all the way down to we're working on color schemes, which is not my uh, not my expertise by any means. So uh, I, I updated the board last Wednesday on kind of where we're at with it. And then Thursday night we had a strategic planning committee where I had committee members help pick out uh, carpet colors, uh, paint, paint colors, towel colors, things along those lines. So the... Uh, our library area is going to turn into more of a STEM area with a recording studio, uh, you know, sound booth, and, and then all the stuff in a, in a separate room to lighting and, and mics and all that stuff that they can run on an iPad or a bigger soundboard um, down to uh, a computer area for more uh, for the graphic design things and the video editing that maybe take place in that sound booth or, you know, you know sporting events or whatever. The, they have the ability to do video editing and then... Um, we'll have a larger area, more of a presentation area mm-hmm. in that area and in that same uh, build up library area. Uh, and then in the science room, we're, we're going to do a total renovation next summer where, uh, you know, everything's basically coming out of there. And then, you know, new new tile, new counters, new, you know, new, new everything in the science room. So we're hoping we're at the point where we'll need to hold a public hearing, um, I think, in January. Uh, so at, the, at our December board meeting, we'll approve final specs and plans and costs, um, and we'll set a public hearing for our board meeting in January. Then it will go out to bid after that, uh, thinking it's going to be between a four and $400,000 to $500,000 project uh, in total in, uh, in January. Hopefully we have uh, contractors that have bid it, and we'll get started on that uh, You know, when school gets out in, in some, next summer. I think recently also in our previous discussions, you talked about the options regarding a softball field renovation, and you had some uh, research uh, results on that at the board meeting last week. Talk about where that project is at right now. So, so we're working with the city, um, but the city is dancing on that as well. They're they're trying to add facilities, uh, ball field facilities, and, and they've always used the, the softball field, but it, it is not um, at a varsity level. So our softball team generally plays on the baseball field in, in Stanton, you know, for home home events. Uh, they do practice down there, but they're not, we're not having games for for our softball team. But the, the youth uh, do use it. Um, they're wanting to help do some upgrades, either upgrade it all the way to a varsity-level competition softball field or definitely do some upgrades, uh, you know, for, for them. So looking at scoreboards and fencing and things along those lines. So. They've asked if they could do some research to see what some of those things are cost, and the board said, sure, go ahead, and, and thank you very much for looking into that for us. And so um, it's just kind of combined effort. Right now we're just doing research on on um, on what maybe some of those different things will cost. 
Also, uh, recently, the Fremont Mills, in fact, last night, or fairly recently, there was a special board meeting in the Fremont Mills School District to uh, deal with uh, some more roof repairs. Talk about where the roof project is at right now uh, with Fremont Mills. Yeah, so we're in, we're looking at our second phase of a three-phase project uh, coming up this summer. So um, we completed a, a roof project over our, our science and, and library area last last summer now moving to uh, around our courtyard and in, in the center of our building, which is largely just a random area of classrooms. So uh, we held a, a meeting to, to have a public hearing uh, next Monday night, actually, to, to approve the plan. So that project um, is well underway. We need to approve the plans and overall project costs, and then that will go out to bid, and hopefully we have something by our December 20th meeting to approve uh, that, that project is probably knocking on the door of a half million dollar project uh, as well. Um, so just a just a process. Um, hopefully, we have enough money uh, in our save account uh, in, the, in the summer of '25 to, to complete the third piece of the project. But um, very expensive to to do uh, flat roofs. Well, we've run out of time, David. Thank you very much for being with us this morning, and we will talk to you again soon. Have a great rest of your weekend, and have a great Thanksgiving as well to you and everybody in both your districts. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. You too. That's David Goot, superintendent of the Fremont Mills and Stanton School Districts on the morning line on KMA.